0: Esther chapter 3, reading from verse 7. In the first month, that is the month Nisan, in the twelfth year of king Ahasuerus, they cast Pur, that is the lot, before Haman from day to day, and from month to month, to the twelfth month, that is the month Adar. And Haman said unto king Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of thy kingdom, and the laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep they the king's laws. Therefore it is not for the king's profit to suffer them. If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay ten thousand talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business, to bring it into the king's treasuries. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto Haman, the son of hamedatha the Agatite, the Jew's enemy. And the king said unto Haman, The silver is given to thee, the people also, to do with them as it seemeth good to thee. Then were the king's scribes called on the thirteenth day of the first month, and there was written according to all that Haman had commanded unto the king's lieutenants, and to the governors that were over every province, and to the rulers of every people of every province, according to the writing thereof, and to every people, after their language, in the name of King Ahasuerus was it written, and sealed with the king's ring. (coughs) And the letters were sent by posts into all the king's provinces (coughs) to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish, all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the thirteenth day, of the twelfth month which is the month Adar and to take the spoil of them for a prey. The copy of the writing for a commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people that they should be ready against that day. The post went out being hastened by the king's commandment and the decree was given in Shushan the palace and the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city Shushan was perplexed. Amen. This morning we're going to consider the hatred towards Jesus and his church. Let's have a look at verse 12. Then were the king's scribes called on the thirteenth day of the first month and there was written according to all that Haman had commanded unto the king's lieutenants and to the governors that were over every province and to the rulers of every people of every province according to the writing thereof and to every people after their language in the name of king Ahasuerus was it written, and sealed with the king's ring. Haman, who had been given carte blanche or complete freedom to destroy the Jews, dictated a letter to be distributed amongst the rulers of the 127 provinces of the empire. Within the letter, notice was given that on the 13th day of the 12th month, All of the Jews of every age and sex in all the provinces of the kingdom were to be destroyed, that they might be cut off and the executioners would be entitled to the spoil of them. Those who went about slaughtering the Jews could help themselves to the spoils. The letters were sealed with the king's ring and that had been given to Haman and they were sent not only to the ruler's, of the provinces but also copies were sent to every people after their language in all of the provinces therefore even though the Medo-Persian empire was a melting pot of different nations with different languages Haman's wrath and hatred was specifically directed against the Jewish people when you consider the vast sum of money that Haman offered to pay the king towards the slaughters of the, the slaughter of the Jews, it speaks volumes about the magnitude of the hatred that Haman had for the Jews. That hatred of Haman points ahead to the hatred against the Lord Jesus Christ by the world and the God of this world, the devil we can see a whacking great big signpost pointing to the cross. For example, about 500 years later, after what we're reading here in Esther, Satan entered into Judas Iscariot and he went his way and communed with the chief priests and the captains how how he might betray Jesus unto them. And at the cross, what is it that the the crowd shouted? Crucify him. Crucify him. By Extension, if you belong to Jesus, having trusted in him as a repentant sinner, and you confess him before men, you can be sure that the world will hate you as well. Above all other people, and the world will want to destroy you. As Jesus said to his disciples, if the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. Jesus went on to say that if you were of the world, the world would love you. The world loves its own, but you're not of the world. And that's how it is for Christians. The world loves its own, but Christians are not of this world. They're in this world, but not of it. And don't fool yourselves. If you are, as I say, if you are a Christian and you confess Jesus before men, don't expect to be flavour of the month. Christians across the world are accused of not keeping the laws of the land, just like the Jews in our passage were being accused of not keeping the laws of the land, for example it's in places where it's deemed to be a crime simply to proclaim the lord jesus christ or to hold meetings like this gatherings of christians against the law but christians do it anyway even if it leads to punishment and even to death if you just stop to think about it you can see just how much this world really does hate Christians, but ultimately that hatred is against the Lord Jesus Christ. Also, the prince of this world, the devil, will be seeking to devour you, dear Christian. As the Apostle Paul said to the Christians in Ephesus, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. In other words, you face a tremendous army of all the evil forces of the supernatural world, but you do so equipped with the full armour of God and with the knowledge that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus who loved you and who gave himself for you. I hope you can see that it is not for nothing that Jesus, in his high priestly prayer, in John chapter 17, said to his father, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. That was the prayer of Jesus to his father, that thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. What Jesus was praying in John chapter 17, for his apostles, it is reasonable to say that he prays for all of you who are trusting in him for the forgiveness of sins and for everlasting life. Even now, as your great heavenly high priest, seated at the right hand of God, Jesus would be praying that you would be kept from the evil, from the evil one, from the evil that is in this world, and indeed from the evil that is in with, within your own heart. Last of all, in verse 15, we can see something of the depth of the depravity and wickedness of the human heart in that whilst letters were being dispatched far and wide, giving orders to slaughter all of the Jews in the empire, the king and his prime minister were sitting down to drink, rather like Nero, who played his fiddle whilst Rome was burning. Let me ask you a question. Had Haman obtained his wish and the Jewish nation had perished, what would have happened to you if you are a Christian you can say that in Christ Jesus who is that seed you too are a descendant of Abraham, a spiritual descendant of Abraham. According to the promise that was delivered to him by God. But what would have happened to that promise if all of the Jews had been destroyed, whether at the hands of Haman or indeed anyone else? But, through this book of Esther, God is sovereign over the affairs of men. And as it is written, there are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of Of the Lord that shall stand, doing the lusts of their father, the devil, who is the God of this world, you'll understand something of just how much the world is opposed to the church. On one hand, we live in a world that is opposed to God, rebellion against God, a world that really does hate Jesus. But on the other hand, Jesus has overcome the world. As for the God of this world, Satan, Jesus has, by his death on the cross and by his resurrection from the dead, destroyed the dead. You and all the other born-again Christians in the world may seek to destroy you. It really does. I think a lot of Christians are too naive to understand this. But the world is not your friend. And ultimately all the dark forces that are at work in this world are there to destroy the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about. But this world keeps on going until every last elect Jew and Gentile. You alone, of all the people in the world, dear Christian, have forgiveness of all your sins. You have everlasting life in Jesus Christ, your Saviour and your God.